Yeah. So the ego arises as a protective mechanism. It's like the bouncer of your mind. So, for example, if I ask someone out on a date and they turn me down, then my ego says, oh, they're not actually that pretty. I was doing them a favor. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense that, that people will have those kinds of thoughts? Yeah. I, I, am I calling you loser fruit, by the way? Um, yeah, you can just call me Kathleen. Kathleen, yeah. okay, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes I, I, you know, I, I truncate when people have a compound name, I'll use like the first <laughs> part of the name and it would yeah, be weird to call you be, loser. Yeah, yeah, um, that wouldn't so, be great. Thanks for coming on, Kathleen. So help me understand a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today and, and how we can be helpful. Um, or actually, so should I ask you to, it, actually, first, let's introduce oh. you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been told I should ask people to do that because I'm eager to dive right in. But um, can you just tell <laughs> okay. us a little bit about yourself? And so you're a streamer and... Yeah, so uh, Kathleen, I'm Loser Fruit, um, Australian streamer. I used to live in a gaming house called okay. Quick House, and I just do YouTube and streaming. Okay, awesome, streaming. cool. Yeah. And is there something in particular that you wanted to talk about today? Um, I think uh, one of the main things was panic attacks. Um, okay. Had a few on stream, and oh my uh, goodness, and um, how. I guess being open with mental health and having an audience, you know, and then they come to you to, with their problems and how, like, that's a lot. <laughs> and, oh, wow. So um, people come to you with their problems. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like Twitch chat. Like, people are very open there. So, like, okay. Which is, which is great. I'm glad they're sharing. It can be a lot to, to handle. Bur and then, yeah. I guess the last thing was about um, dealing with a few people I think, think are like gaslighting me and I just don't know how to deal with that that well so okay yeah. that's yeah. scary yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, um so, things, yeah. so what would you what would you like to um start with like panic attacks or panic attacks yeah. yeah yeah so help me understand what you mean by a panic attack um uh sometimes you get just uh super nervous and then everything just stops functioning and uh i just can't do anything for like uh, I don't know, half an hour or something like that. It just, everything just gets really, uh, I guess, uh, blurry and too much and overwhelming. And I just kind of just lay there or sit there and just kind of take it. But, yeah. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very nervous person, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, are you feeling nervous right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so let's just, so I want you to do me a favor. Can you close your eyes for a second? Yeah. Okay. So like there's something like the panic attack actually happening right now, right? No, no, no. I would say it's no. just nervousness. Yeah. Just nervousness. Yeah. So what's the difference? Um, the difference is, I guess, um, uh, I just, I can't function when I'm having the panic attack. I breath is, I can't breathe very well. Okay. And, and, uh, yeah, you know, I kind of like want to die type thing. Yeah. Do, do you want to die or you feel like you're going to die? No, actually, it's more like feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, I, but yeah. yeah. Have you seen someone about this, like a mental health professional? Mm, no, it's only happened to me like three times, I'd say, in the past two years. So. Oh, in the past two. Oh, that, that's not that much. Yeah. And you say it yeah. lasts for about half an hour? Yeah, but I, like I sometimes I could feel them coming on, and then I just try to help myself stop it. Um, and so how I feel does like that I've work? Oh, you have I stopped have, it. I think I have. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's I, pretty amazing. I, I stopped panicking. You, yeah. How do you do that? I don't. 
I am focused on one thing and then I just like a pen or something and look at it and then I just, yeah, hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. And um, so as you, when you start to feel it coming on, what do you feel? Um, I don't like the world's coming in on me, I guess. Okay. I am being switched into like a tight space. Okay. I think. Yeah. So like, like there's not enough space for you to exist and everything on the outside is kind of pressing into you. Um, kind of like that, but it's also very much uh, internally as well. What like, do you mean by that? Like the chest, chest is like, there's something around the chest that's just like grabbing tight? into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there something in particular that brings it on? Um, I, I haven't really been able to pinpoint that to, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if it's just stress or, or like something gets well, like there's too much attention or something like that or something mm. like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess if it's happened three times in two years, it's hard to kind of pick out a pattern. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it sounds like you've had a couple of other times that maybe it was going to happen. And by concentrating on a specific yeah. object, you've been able to kind of keep it at bay. Yeah. And sometimes, um, Sometimes I think it might have happened, but I don't know if it was as bad as the other time. So I don't know if that counts. Okay. And does it happen? <laughs> at, has it ever woken you up from sleep? No. no. Okay. And are you nervous about something when these, these panic attacks happen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is, is something in particular? <coughs> mm, I guess um, like not doing enough and not being good enough is is the main thing that really I think triggers them. So I'm just, yeah, I guess because I've had it when playing games once too, and I was just like not good enough. And yeah, I think it's a lot of that, a lot of okay. insecurities. Yeah. It, um, and so when you say insecurities, you mean you, you feel like you're not doing a good enough job? Uh, yeah, I feel it, that a lot. <laughs> okay. And what does a good enough job look like? How would you know if you were doing a good enough job? I'm going to just see the cough drop, okay? Okay. Um, I don't I don't know. Um, I guess when I see everyone surrounding me, I'm like, that they're doing good enough, and I just, I don't know if I ever am. Yeah. And a few times I've been happy, I guess, lately with how I've been working, you, you, yeah. You have been happy, you said? Like, only a few times I've been happy with, like, okay. that was that was a good stream, that was a good video. I've only had that like a few Sounds times like in the you last while. Yeah. Put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been yeah. doing that? Ah. Uh, um. But for, for for as long as I know, yeah, I'd say, yeah. But since you were so, a young kid. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do the best best I can. Can't, um, mm. I don't want to do do you have to do the best that you can, or you have to do the best? There's a big difference there. Oh, no, I don't have to do the best, but the best I can. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know I've accepted a long time ago that I am not the best in things. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. And and so you feel like you're you're not usually doing the best that you can? Yeah, I feel like I am just, I don't know. I guess when I see other people streaming and I see myself streaming, I get hard compare myself, which I know I shouldn't do, but I, I can't help myself because I, I like to draw inspiration from other people like anyone would. Mm. So I see like my friend who I lived in a, in 
the gaming house, which I just moved out of a week ago, um, uh, Cray, and I see him like he's so energetic and loud on stream, and I get so jealous because I'm more like I'm more very relaxed than that, and I'm just like, uh, I guess I'm like if I'm not that energy, I'm not providing enough. I'm not as funny as he is or that, and I just mm. I just get that. So I'm like, what do I have to offer? How can I be good? And what do you have to offer? Um, yeah, that's that's a question. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Uh, um, um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty okay at uh keeping things going along when I'm streaming with friends and like asking them questions and getting them. Like, I think that's one of the things I can offer. Yeah, it's like a Okay. Kind of moving things along. Or... Yeah. Can I just think for a second? Yeah. Is that going to make you nervous if I just sit here quietly for just a second? No. Okay. So, you're, people, people like watching you, right? Like, people come and sometimes they feel really, really comfortable and they will sometimes share things from their personal life because they feel supported or they feel like it's a safe space for them to talk about their own problems. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I love, I have a really like open community, I feel. And then yeah, I've got a lot of community giving back and it's, it's nice to see that. Um, yeah, I, I guess sometimes it gets a bit too much when people bring it up, particularly when I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying to like stream. I'm trying to like have this like positive attitude. I'm trying to do something. And yeah, I guess people often come to the stream, bring up their problems sort of thing, because it's more of a, I guess, quieter stream where you would do something like that. Yeah. It's not as like remote spammy type thing. Um, and, and you think but, that yeah. high energy streams are better? Um, not necessarily. I just feel like they're giving more. I feel like people are like them more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel like you're liked? Um, are you likable? Yeah. Uh, mm, I think I'm liked. I don't know if I'm likable. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting that. So what's the difference? Let's talk about that for a second. Is that okay if I ask you a few questions about that? Yeah, sure. What's the difference between being liked and being likable? Uh, being liked, I assume, is just knowing that uh, a few people like you, so you liked, and likable yep. is that you're easy to get along with, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, I'm not. I'm a bit more standoffish, so I'm not as likable, I'm not as friendly. And some others. Okay. Do you think... <coughs> excuse me. Do you think that the people who like you... Um, do you feel Do you feel like you're kind of like... Being... Um, how can I say this? Do you feel like you're sometimes scamming them? Or do you feel like you're, you're genuinely... Like there's something within you that is deserving of being liked? <laughs> um... I guess like uh, when it comes to like the internet and I see people who say 
you know, I also like what you do and like you've helped me so much. I feel like, yeah, no, I'm a bit scamming them in a way. I'm like, <laughs> but why, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's very, I mean, uh, what if I told you I feel exactly the same way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like I just yeah. talk to people on Twitch sometimes and, and then Twitch chat says that it helps a lot. And I'm like, I'm just talking to someone. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but it, it does. And I know little things have helped me too. So it doesn't even have to be a big thing that someone's doing. So like I yeah. know personally from the other side, like surely the small things do help. Um, it's hard to think that I could help. Yeah. Yeah. So where where did you get the idea that you can't really help people? Um, I don't think I can't really help people. I just don't know why people think I'm helpful, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. so it, it, it's a little bit confusing to you, but you do, you do think that you genuinely believe that you can help people. Um, well, people have said that I've helped them. So I believe that. Yeah. You, you believe in their words. Yes. Yeah. So this is kind of, this is kind of weird. Can I tell you, um, Kathleen, what I'm hearing? Okay. It's really hard to kind of tease apart because it's very subtle. So I hear, so this is what I see. I see someone who's actually really smart, very logical, and interprets data. And you look at other people and other people tell you that they're, they're helped by you. You have um, viewers that really enjoy watching what you do. Um, it sounds like you're pretty open and it's like kind of like a more chill stream where people feel really comfortable. It's not like the super high energy, like emote spamming kind of like, you know, classic Twitch. Yeah. It's like, it's like more chill. People feel really, it sounds like they feel comfortable and people tell you that, that watching you helps them and that you've affected them in some way and you're a logical person. So you kind of intellectually believe that, right? What I'm getting from you, though, is like some subtle sense that like, that's not really you. Like I'm getting some some deeper sense of, uh, for lack of a better word, insecurity, like that you're not capable of helping people, even though you have evidence to the contrary, there's like a part of you that doesn't believe that you can like really make a big difference. I mean, yeah, I mean, the grand scale, hell no, I can't make a difference. But I mean, even in the smaller thing, yeah, I don't, I don't see what I can do special to provide that someone else couldn't, could do, couldn't do better. Yeah. So it's yeah. so subtle, right? Because you, you kind of say that there's nothing about me that's special. Hmm. Is that, is there a part of you that believes that? Um, oh, Yeah. And um, it happens on stream all the time and I, I kind of go in on myself and I, I really like think I'm like, I, I, there's nothing I can say right now. I'm, I'm really not entertaining or an interesting person. So, um, and then I just get worked up in my own head and I kind of go quiet. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like you, I'm going to just think for another second. So I'm trying to figure out where that comes from because I just don't believe that. So I think that there's a part of you. So I, I think sometimes we feel insecure about the person that we are and we feel like we can't help other people or that we're not special or that we're kind of like imposters. Do you ever feel like an imposter? Mm, yes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And, and so 
but somewhere along the way, I th- I think s- I would guess that you learned to like that belief doesn't come from nowhere, right? The the belief that like you're not something special comes from somewhere. Do you remember feeling that way as a kid? Hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess all. I mean, there was be no event or anything. I just felt that way. I suppose. Um, I never really wanted to feel special, though. To be fair. <laughs> so sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me a little um, bit about <coughs> um, what what growing up was like for you? Um, no, I had a great a great childhood. Um, single mother raised me, my older brother, and uh, we just kind of like I don't know, just kind of spent a lot of time like alone doing my own things. And uh, yeah, no, I had some great friends and I was just always really the quiet one who never said anything. Um, yeah, because I never, never felt like I had anything to add or anything good enough to add. But yeah, my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what was school like for you? Um, educationally, it was easy. Yeah, it was fun. Um, uh, socially, actually, I had a really good group of friends. So, okay. Yeah. You felt supported. Yeah. Do you feel like your friends valued you as a person? Yeah. Yeah. And your what's your relationship with your brother like? Oh, great, great. Yeah. Yeah. This is subtle. I. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna need a second to think. Is that okay? So I want to come back to this. You said that you felt you were always quiet because you felt like you didn't have anything that was worth saying. Or if I um, said anything, it would be stupid. Or, yeah. Or, or incorrect. Yeah. Do you remember actually saying something stupid and like learning that? Hmm. Well, I mean, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Not specifically, but yeah. Okay. And what would happen when you would say something stupid? I just feel really embarrassed. How did you know that you said something stupid? Well, it's like, uh, I guess when people laugh at you or, or they say that's wrong. Yeah, either one. Did that happen a lot? Did people laugh at you a lot when you spoke? Um, not overly, no, no. No, but I was very fearful it would happen. It didn't happen too often, yeah. Okay. So you were afraid of it happening and you were really careful about it. Yeah. Really careful about what you said. Tried Mm -hmm. to avoid sounding stupid. Yeah. Okay. And um, is it okay if we switch gears for a second? Go for it. And you, so you mentioned something about gaslighting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, Can you tell a, me a little a bit people. about that? Yeah, there's a few people uh, in my life that I, you know, I have to be close to. Um, These are like work, and uh, they um, seem to just say I'm wrong a lot, um, or like disagree with me a lot, or they try to just make sure like things look fine. They're like everything's fine, everything's fine. 
um, when it's just not and it's okay to admit it's not okay <laughs> and that sure. we can fix things. And so every time I bring up a problem, I mean to feel like I feel like a villain. Like <laughs> that's just trying to poke holes and you know, things that are trying to bring down the mood. And I, I just want things to be better. And I just, I guess like after dealing with it for a year, I've just gotten really sick of being treated um, like that. You know, every time I have an opinion or I say something, I just, it's always, it always has to be something else. Hmm. It has to be, yeah. So it sounds like they're kind of ignoring problems. Yeah. Or yeah. do you feel like you're the one person who's kind of pointing out that things are not going well and people are not taking you seriously? Um, no, I think I'm not the only person. I think there's, there's heaps of people. I think I've just been doing it the longest, I guess. As yeah, so okay. Doing it. Yeah. And is there a particular person that is not listening to what you have to say? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's can you and if. Um, I don't know, like, how public or private or drama-inducing this is. So if there's something you don't want to answer, you know, by all means, don't answer it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm just really taken aback by... Is that really hard for you to kind of point that out to people? Um, what's what's wrong with... Yeah. Or, like, problems? Um, no. I've been... I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty blunt person. You know, sometimes too blunt, sometimes rude. I guess. Um, but, um, I mean, I get pretty worked up when I'm doing it. I get pretty nervous when I'm doing it, but I, I always feel like people need to hear problems and I'd, I'd like someone to tell me like, sure. Hey, is something you could work on. Like, and, and so can you give me an example of what kind of problem you're talking about? Um, not, not too specifically, but if like, uh, there was like a, um, there was an like an idea that they thought and they would okay so there was an idea that they had and they were using our names for it and they thought it was um uh super detrimental to them but i'm just telling them that using our names is a great thing and they kept you know bashing me down for it they're like no it's terrible it's like things like that it's just they keep saying no you're wrong and i know i'm not wrong <laughs> and it just annoys me um that yeah, I have other people around me who are just like, no, that's you. You, you were right, but what's annoying yeah. about that? Um, it's it's just that it doesn't. It's they seem to want to do whatever is right to them. Um, they they seem to want to make themselves look good and seem to almost manipulate us into thinking that we don't know what's right. Um. Uh, yeah, because I guess... You don't sound like you're being manipulated. You sound like you know what's right and what's wrong. Sounds like you're dealing with um, someone who's kind of an asshole or narcissistic. <laughs> I suppose uh, you could say that. But yeah, I guess I guess so. But it's just I still have to work with these people. So it's just like how do I continue to work with people who I don't really respect that much and who don't seem to respect me? <coughs> I'm confused by the gaslighting. So what you said to me just makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like you're in a in a situation where you don't really respect someone else's take on things. And it sounds like mm -hmm. they don't respect your opinion on things. 
Yeah, and, I, I and, feel like I've yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so it sounds like I mean my, under, my understanding of, of gaslighting is it's when someone sort of tricks you into believing something that is like false. Okay. Okay. Is that what you meant? Like, I mean, kind of, because I, <clears throat> I keep going through my head. I keep pretending that they're good, that they, that they're right. I don't think that they're right, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right there, or maybe that they are better at their job than I've been like saying. Like, I, I so I do kind of convince myself that it is the uh, the case. Um, so that we should definitely talk about. Yeah. Where did you learn how to do that? Where did you learn how to convince yourself that you were wrong? It's not necessarily that I'm wrong, but like more like convince myself that that I don't know the full story and that um, I don't know what it's like to be them. And they they might have something that is valid that I don't know of. So that's, Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's not that you're wrong. It's that there's, there could be more complexity to the situation. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And, and you're bringing this up because you'd like to better understand how to be able to interact with them in like a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, no, I it's in my best interest to, to keep around them. And I know outside of like business things, they're good people. I, well, okay. I like to believe that. I don't, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. On a business level, how do I keep? <laughs> yeah. Um, Into- and, and when, when you, when you, okay. Okay. I just need to think for a second, okay? So, Kathleen, here's what I find uh, to be a little bit confusing about trying to understand your perspective. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I'm talking to people there's like something like psychological that's that maybe is a little bit of a distortion or is like is something that is kind of like the smoking gun like there's something going on in their mind which is like actually like problematic and usually i can sort of sniff that out and try to help people understand it and a lot of times people come on the stream because i help them understand kind of how their mind is working so you're doing something that's very interesting which is that you'll start to say a, a statement and then I'll, I'll respond to you with kind of like an amplified version. So I'll kind of say like, okay, like, for example, I said something about, okay, so you're in a conversation with someone and you have a particular belief and they disagree with you. And then you do some kind of mental gymnastics to bring yourself closer to what they believe. Right? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, you kind of, yeah. Kind, ex- exactly. <laughs> Exactly my point. <laughs> so then what I would do is I, I will repeat something back to you, right? So I'll say, oh, so like, like I'll, I'll, I'll like a, make a definitive statement about who's right and who's wrong. And then what you do is, is it doesn't seem like I'm actually right about when I make an amplified statement. Then what you always do is you add like more qualification in the middle. Like you're adding 
I'm trying to be a little bit black and white with you, and you're adding a lot of gray in the middle. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so like even now, just when I said, so I'll, I said you'll do some because like literally, you just told me that you know if you disagree with someone, you'll think, oh, maybe they know something I don't, or maybe I'm uh, maybe they do know something that I don't understand. Like something happens in your mind where like you have a belief and they have a belief. And then you like sort of move into this gray zone, which is actually like closer to them than than what you believe. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't think I move closer to what they believe, though. I'm pretty sure of my own opinions of of okay these particular people. So okay, so yeah, so I'm so when you start to what is what is the result of you thinking? Well, maybe they know something I don't. Um, it just makes it easier for me to talk to them, to make them not believe that they're trying to manipulate me because that's what I think they're doing. So if I like, kind of pretend to be them, I'm just like, maybe it says something, then they don't look so you know, yeah. mean, I guess. Yeah. Wait, wait, say that again. What, why if, do you, then they don't, hmm? why do you tell yourself that, wait, why do you do all that? Um, because it makes what easier? It makes it easier to talk to them. How does it so make it easier to talk to them? Um, so I don't think that they're manipulative people. That I think they're just, just normal people with different things going on. Wait, and why I, do you think they're manipulative people? Because uh, they're always trying to uh, push my opinions down. And just, yeah, trying to take conflicting opinions even though i'm even when i'm right even when i'm wrong that's fine too but like i know i've been right and they've done that and they've so, really made me feel very small yeah so they make you feel small yeah so when you start to okay hold on let me just see if i can follow you here okay so you share an opinion with them they respond in a way that makes you feel small and then you start to add like more gray to the discussion you start to put yourself in their shoes. And then if you put yourself in their shoes and maybe they understand something that you don't understand, then it's not like you're just wrong. There's like more to the equation and therefore you feel less small. Um, no, I don't think I feel less small. I just, well, I mean, I, I guess, but like I, um, it's more like, thinking about what their their opinion makes them easier to talk to i'd say it makes them easier to talk to in what way when you do that in your mind what becomes easier how does it become easier to interact with them um because i think that they um actual logical people because in my mind i'm like they're logical people they had a reason to say this the way they did they had a reason to to book, to make me feel or to you know say I was wrong or and really like stick to it <laughs> so 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 okay. it it, <coughs> it justifies them making you feel small yeah yeah that that's a good way of putting it yeah there it is okay yeah sorry it took me a little while to understand so so it justifies have you ever been in an abusive kind of relationship no no. Okay. I've had very healthy relationships, yeah. 
because because now what I'm hearing you do, so just just hear me out for a second, okay? So and prepare for the shades of gray. So it sounds to me like you do some kind of thinking in your head that justifies them making you feel the way that you do. Yeah. What do you think about that? Hmm. And I think it's just how I cope with dealing them, with them because I think it's probably the most unhealthy relationship I have is with these uh, in- individuals. Okay, um, yeah. I completely agree that that's yeah. the way that you cope. What do you think about that way of coping? What do I think of that? Um, I mean, <laughs> it, it works. I, if, if I try to tell them, you know, things, if I try to work it out, I don't know if they would agree i feel like again it would be swept under the rug and again i will be told i'm wrong so i just don't see a point in ever confronting it um because of how they made me feel for the past year yeah yeah so i don't know just how would you describe (laughs) this relationship oh i completely agree Um, it works at something (laughs) um, it works in what way does it work let's talk about this for a second actually um i just it works helping me helping me continue what i, I what i want to do um which, which coincidentally involves them so okay it helps me continue that yeah i agree so it sounds like it <coughs> it keeps the train moving on the tracks yeah what is what does it cost you um i guess I mean, just the inter- just the interactions with them in general cost me a little bit of time and and headspace. I, sometimes it's all I can think about, and I, I hate that because I don't want to think negatively of people. But yeah, no, I really do. think... Why don't you want to think negatively of people? Because it's not fair to them. Really, they're not. They're just people like me. Like we're all flawed in our ways. <laughs> um, so I don't want to be like yeah, delving but- deep into hate or something. I don't know if that's healthy for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I. Th- this is going to sound completely crazy. I think it is. So, you so the, the, yeah, I, I think I think you should let yourself feel more anger. So, like you just said, like you just said that everyone has flaws, right? Hmm. And sometimes people make mistakes, and sometimes people say things that make you feel like a small person. Yeah. And how do you feel towards them? I mean, I I, I want to, you know, destroy them. <laughs> I want to rage. I wanna, yeah, I want to yell at them. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make them feel small. I yeah, guess. there it is. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Are, are you aware that you feel that way? Yeah, yeah. No, I've got a lot of rage in me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely you do. I think it's um, it's hiding and it's it's confused the fuck out of me because I didn't understand why I was not able to connect with what you were saying. But I think I finally understand. I think you're very, very angry. So like at first I thought it was like some weird lack of self-confidence that, you know, because you use these words like gaslighting and you feel manipulated. But you're actually you're not a. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's anger. Like are you angry with these people? Yes. 
And what do you do with that anger that you feel? Um, I rant a little bit and I, or I just put my anger back into my work and just work hard or I write things down. Um, I remember like I, I sometimes keep a diary and one time I just wrote about how I hate this one person and I felt bad ever since I wrote it. Like it was all out there and I'm yeah, oh <laughs> but uh, yeah. <coughs> it also sounds like you judge yourself a lot for being angry with them. Yeah, that you do some really weird mental gymnastics to like, I, I still don't quite understand this, but you do something weird because like it. I, so let me understand if this <coughs> makes sense or not. OK, so like there's something going on where they say something that makes you feel a certain way. And then you put yourself in like when someone treats you like crap. You put yourself in their shoes, and then you try to understand them better. And as you try to understand the person who is hurtful to you, what does it do for you? What happens in your mind when you do that? I, uh, I know. I guess I could just continue on. <laughs> I, I don't have to think about them as much. If I just, if I don't hate them as much, I can just. Yeah. So. Oh, good. What is this? Beautiful. What is this? What is that? They're small to me. They're not as important. Okay, so you make them small in your mind by understanding them? Yeah. And then if they're small, then you're less hurt. Um, I just, it's not less hurt, but I just think about them less. So I so guess overall I less hurt, yeah. Okay. Do you feel comfortable with being angry with them? Mm. I'm just, I'm gotten used to it. So a little bit comfortable, yeah. And so you've got like some kind of volcano inside you, right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little, it's a tiny, tiny little volcano? It's a tiny one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long has that volcano been there? Mm. Over a year, I'd say. Yeah, because you're not actually like, <coughs> <coughs> I'm not detecting a lack of confidence from you. Okay. Do you right. feel like you're confident in yourself? Uh, touch and go, I guess. <laughs> no, I've never been told that. <laughs> never been told what? Oh, uh, like, but I've seen, actually, no, I have been told I've seen conf confident. It just doesn't make any sense to me that people would You don't get feel that confident. Me. Not overly, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question, Kathleen. Sometimes they're people and they're wrong, right? And yeah. you're right. And you're pretty sure about that. 100%, yeah. 100%. Not just pretty sure. Now you're the one who's amplifying. So here I am sitting in the gray <laughs> and I say, you're pretty right. And then yeah. you're saying, no, 100%. So that's not confidence? What is that? Okay, maybe that's confidence. But... No, it's not. You're right. You're not confident. It's something okay. else. Very subtle. Very, very. You are just subtle, 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 Kathleen. Okay. When um, you're 100% right and they're 100% wrong, what is that? That's just... I don't know. <laughs> it's arrogance. Is it arrogance? <laughs> How does that sound? Uh, 
I mean, okay, I guess. I think what makes it okay is that I'm not the only one who agrees uh -huh. with me, that I have other people that say yep. the same thing. So yeah, yeah. So I think together, I yeah. think sometimes you're right. Hmm. I'm not disputing that you're right. This is this is it. I'm going to just okay. need another second to think, okay? I'm arrogant. Okay. What do you think <laughs> about that? Do you think you're arrogant? Like, once I said it, does it sound kind of weird? Do you I've think never it been called it, so it's, it sounds kind of weird, but it's not like... It's not It's not so far from the truth, I don't think. Ah, uh, like... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's subtle, because the thing is, you're meek. That's why I think people don't perceive you as arrogant. Because you're meek. Huh. You're like quiet and you smile a lot and you speak softly. But I think deep down you are you, you are really do not get like in your mind there's like very clear people being right and people being wrong. And you try really hard to try to understand them, but you're trying what you're trying to do is disarm your own arrogance in a weird way. Does that make okay. sense at all? It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. yeah, help me understand it. When you say, <laughs> yeah, it kind of does, What help me talk to me. I mean, I guess that that helps. Sorry, I'm just really thrown back about the arrogance thing. I know, um, I am too. I'm oh, fucking confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose. I thought, I, I mean, guess. But, but Kathleen, but w let's pause for a sec, because I just, I just could be wrong, right? I could be wrong about yeah. that. You may not be arrogant. <laughs> so it I mean, sounds like it's, <laughs> yeah yeah i i got that i i'm okay good but does it resonate with you do you think that that could be the case i don't know i, I honestly don't know i've never thought about it i don't okay let me tell you yeah. what i think is going on okay so i'm gonna t tell you about something called the ahamkar the ahamkar is the sanskrit word for ego and the ego is like a protective mechanism. Okay? So the ego arises when you start to feel bad and makes you feel better by pumping yourself up or putting other people down. And I think you have a very, very subtle ego. And so the other thing about Ahamkar is that, generally speaking, the more, the more confidence you have, the less egotistical you are. Those are... A lot of people think that those are, like, similar. They're actually at the opposite end of a spectrum, okay? So just think about, like, if someone's egotistical and you call them an idiot, how are they going to respond? Um, defensively? Yeah. And if someone's confident and you call them an idiot, how are they going to respond? Probably just brush it off. Absolutely. So which one do you do? When they make you feel small, how do you respond? Um... Well, I used to, like, yell back at them <laughs> more. Yep. I used to, like, contradict them. But and but now I just more, like, keep to myself and then just yell at them in my head later. <laughs> yes, very good, right? So I'm not hearing any brushing off. Yeah. Right? So this is what I mean. So I think you have a subtle ahamkar, which is actually ego, which is kind of like arrogance. Because in here, you're still fucking raging at them. You used to rage at them like this. And that didn't work. It didn't get you what you wanted, which was to show them that you're right and they're wrong. Right? Yeah. 
And so now you yell in here, and then you also do some kind of weird mental gymnastics to, like, quiet all those feelings to cope because you have to work with these people and you have to wake up the next day and you, they have to be a part of your life. So you got to learn how to manage your ego. Yeah. you got to learn how to manage your anger. And you also have to learn how to manage your hurt. Right? Because that's the other thing that's going on is that they make you feel small. Yeah. So the ego arises as a protective mechanism. It's like the bouncer of your mind. So, for example, if I ask someone out on a date and they turn me down, then my ego says, oh, they're not actually that pretty. I was doing them a favor. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense that, that people will have those kinds of thoughts? Yeah. Do you see how those thoughts are, like, egotistical and dumb? Yeah. And also completely natural? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so the origin of ego is actually hurt. So, like, if you got hurt in some way, I think this thing arises within you. And then you kind of yell at them a little bit in your head. You convince yourself that you're right. And then you also try to do this weird thing where, like, you change the way that you think about them so that you no longer have to feel hurt. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm still hurt in a lot of ways. Yep. I still wish. But I when still you... wish we resolve things, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So now, now hold on a second. Don't run away from this, okay? So let me just let yeah. you say, I guess. So I'm going to tunnel down. Is it, Are we doing okay, by the way? Is this okay? Am yeah. I being nice to you? Am I being hurtful or an yeah, asshole? Yeah, no, th okay. no, this is good. So I want you to, so, so when they make you feel hurt and you put yourself in their shoes, what does that do? Let's understand mm -hmm. what's going on in your mind. When you try to understand them and you like expand the horizon of their thought, thought process what yeah. does it do um I don't, i'm not sure exactly okay what does it do to your feelings of being hurt i mean it kind of protects myself in how way. very good how um in that it doesn't make i don't have an enemy i just like i just i just keep them I don't know, in my head as like friends are what they should be at i guess <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so you see what your mind is doing there is is protecting yourself by understanding their viewpoint but the goal yeah. here is still to protect yourself from that hurt mm -hmm. because you would rather the more you can justify okay let me just think about how to say this and you, uh, Kathleen, you got to tell me if I'm just like way wrong, okay? Because I don't, I don't actually know what I'm talking about. So I'm yeah. relying on yeah. you to let me know. Are we doing okay? Does this feel like it's actually, we're getting somewhere? I feel like somewhere, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's subtle. It's very, very subtle. Um, so when someone does something to hurt you, or when, when you feel hurt by someone, they can have a good reason to say something that is hurtful to you, or they can have not a good reason. And if they have a good reason to say something hurtful, or if they have a bad reason to say something hurtful, which one hurts more? Um, uh, bad reason, I'd say, actually. Very good. Very, very good. This is hard. Very good. Why? Because it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <'Cause> <coughs> why they're doing it? 
Yeah, because like like <clears throat> it's so much more personal if they don't have a good reason to be upset with you, right? Like it's just like raw hatred if like if you forgot to pick someone up from the airport and they're pissed at you, that sort of makes sense because you understand that you screwed up. Yeah. But if you showed up on time and they're still pissed at you and yelling at you, which one is more hurtful? Like the one where you do you show up on time, yeah. And you do everything right. So this is subtle, but like so I I think you've got to be careful because what you try to do when you try to understand them, you're moving them from not having a good reason of being angry with you into the camp of having a good reason to be angry with you. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Do you, do you agree that you're doing that? I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I that's mean, what I'm, I'm basing that based I, on what you've told me is that you try to understand their viewpoint and, oh, yeah, like maybe they are right. Yeah. Maybe they, sh they do have a good reason to make me feel this way. Because yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I kind of convinced myself of that a little bit. I still don't think they do have a good reason, so maybe not. <laughs> yes, very good. So, so now we're also now very good, Capping. So now it's it's not that it's that both of these things happen in your mind at the same time. There's a part of you which knows you're fucking right and knows they're wrong, and then at the same time, there's this other part of your mind that's doing this weird process. Do you see that? They're like completely independent. Like you can believe that they are have good reasons to to say the things that they do, and also that they're complete idiots. Like your mind actually believes both of those at the same time. Agree or disagree? I can't read your yeah, facial expression. Agree, agree. agree. Yeah. yeah. So so that's okay. Like that's so the first thing is I want you to just notice that your mind actually has these parallel processes, and it's like you're running more than one program at the same time. And and it's protective and stuff like that. But I think I think that there's a part of you, and this is the really bizarre thing, is that deep down I think that you can't handle someone being just me like like there's something that's really hurtful. It's not just you, anyone. You know, you have to have a good reason for someone to be angry with you and to treat you like poorly. Like it's it's so much more tolerable when someone has a good reason to treat you like crap. Yeah, it is. Because otherwise the person would be, I guess, a, a bad person and that they've been doing this to make me feel bad and they, or they just don't like me or they just, yeah. So, so that's where we have to be really careful because we're, what do you think about that? Sometimes I believe that. I Sometimes I believe they are actually a, not a nice person and I don't want to because I've known them for so long. But um, so for this to come up more recently is just well in the last year it's like yeah <laughs> yeah so I I think uh, Kathleen this is complicated I think your mind is first of all awesome but also <laughs> incredibly incredibly subtle and I think you've learned a lot of different ways to manage a lot of different things that your mind does and a lot of the ways that you feel. So you've learned some really interesting techniques to manage your anger. You've also uh, learned a lot of different ways to manage your lack of confidence. Because something about this makes it so that you can't brush them off. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's this is the really, really subtle part, which I could be completely wrong about, because it's 
it's almost like I'm sniffing around the edges, but I think that there still is something within you that if I had to guess, I'd, I'd say that something with it, someone in your life, probably when you were young, actually treated you bad in like a completely like not excusable way. Like there was no reason for them to treat you the way that they did. And they did. And it sunk in really deep. Has that ever happened to you where someone just just treated you like crap? Like, does that ring a bell? Not that I can recall. I'm not sure whether I'm just, like, hiding it for myself, but, like, I, no. don't, I don't think so. If you don't think so, we're just going to trust you, and I just could be wrong. It's just, yeah. <clears throat> in my experience, a lot of people, you know, who deal with making excuses for someone being mean to you is something that sometimes happens from abusive relationships. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like making excuses for someone who mistreats you and like trying to put yourself in their shoes is kind of like textbook abusive partner kind of behavior. Yeah. A and so, so like, huh? Yeah, this would be probably the first time which I would have a relationship like this. So. so is this the first time you've done something like this in your head where you like someone's treating you poorly and then you try to like really go out of your way to understand their viewpoint? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And this has been going on for a year? Uh, Yeah, yeah a bit longer, yeah. Okay. So I, I think then that this could just be the way that you learned how to cope in this relationship, right? So this does sound... Okay, so it doesn't have to be something from your past. I mean, if it's been going on for a year, it can be this. Um, Do you have any questions for me, by the way? Um, I did, but I've forgotten them. <laughs> okay. Is this oh. like kind of too abstract or cerebral or are you like fall because i no, feel like no, i'm, no, I'm barely understanding this <laughs> no it's 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 good if, if if you wanted to move on that's fine too but it's it's good for me to realize i guess the only one thing is that i don't know i still don't know how i'm supposed to deal with them i'm supposed to let it just let it go is that mm. what i'm supposed to do yeah eventually but that's hard that's hard mm. to learn how to do so let's talk practicalities yeah. So in my day job, I do some corporate consulting. And sometimes in my corporate consulting, I have to talk to people and I try to like coach them and help them understand like how to deal with difficult individuals or assholes in the workplace. So there are two angles that we can take. One is that we can like try to understand like what's going on in your head. And we kind of did that. Okay. And I'll be a little bit more concrete and hopefully helpful. As we kind of sum that up. The other thing we can do is just talk about techniques to actually deal with this person. That's not usually yeah. what we do on stream, but if that would be helpful to you, I actually want to help you in some way. Um, I mean, maybe it would. So the first thing yeah. is that when you have a disagreement with them, can you tell me the sequence of events in terms of how you talk to them? Um, I guess I can be a bit brash in how I talk to them. So like, if I would say like, I'd, I think we should use like I don't know, let's use a stupid example like of like a yellow colored shop, you know, they're like, no, but like a orange one is obviously the better way, the more inclusive way to go. And, and people agree with me. I'm like, okay, yeah, that seems smart. And then they they say, No, it's not. I really think that's my good idea. I'm like, that's fair. And then they say, No, I think maybe they they kind of really just keep pushing their own idea constantly. Like like we're at Sometimes they yell, sometimes they just keep it more subtle, but yeah, that's kind of simply put. Okay. 
So I think you're dealing with someone who themselves has a confidence problem. What do you think about that? Mm, no, they seem pretty freaking confident in themselves. I completely agree. Really... I'd say that they have a confidence problem because what they have is arrogance and not confidence. Maybe. Right? Because they I mean, can't, yeah. they can't would... tolerate that someone else has an idea that's better than theirs. Because the confident person, if, if you're saying, like, let's use a yellow Sharpie and everyone else is like, let's use an orange Sharpie, you're like, eh, let's just use yeah. an orange Sharpie. It sounds like I was wrong. Like, does yeah. this person admit that they're wrong? No. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> yeah. So if you're confident, can you admit you're wrong? Um, yes. Yes. All the time. Very easily. All the time. Right? So now you're using amplified statements. Yeah. And if this person never admits that they're wrong... Either they're perfect or what? Yeah, arrogant, I guess. Absolutely, <laughs> right? Because the arrogant person doesn't admit they're wrong. So I think the first thing you got, <coughs> got to understand is that you're dealing with someone who's got a big ego, which I'm sure you figured yeah. out. I'm sure you knew yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> and so, do, like, you with me that confidence and ego are actually, like, on opposite ends of the spectrum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think the main thing here is that, you know, anytime you disagree with them, you're going to be running up against their ego. And it's not about the ideas. It completely doesn't become about the ideas. And this can be really frustrating for people like you who actually have good reasons for believing the things that you believe, is that you try to explain to them all of the reasons why their idea is not as good as your idea. And what happens when you try to explain things like that to them? Um, It's normally... Like greeted with a yeah, I could see that, but I still think this way. But he'll still, they'll still go out of their way to you know do their own idea to make sure it's executed in the way they think. It okay, is. they don't let go of their own idea. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so <coughs> I, I think that what you've really got to do is first of all understand that you're dealing with the ego. And that has its own kind of script. So it's not about logic anymore. It's not about the value of your ideas. Because this, <coughs> this person's mind is just not receptive. Like he doesn't care or they don't care what the merit of your idea versus the merit of their idea. Does that make sense to you? Like they just mm -hmm. don't examine the facts at all. They're just it's all about ego. And it's like my idea is better because this is what I believe. And yeah. other people are wrong. So I think if you try to convince them with logic, it's not going to work. So if you want to be more manipulative, you can be ego stroking, which is not something that I usually recommend, but you can appeal to their ego. Do you know how to do that? Um, not exactly. I don't, okay. Maybe. Okay. Some people just sort of have an instinctive sense of it. But I think the other thing that you can try doing is uh, try to ask them what their opinion is and ask them to explain it. And then there's like, this is like a group decision-making thing. I'm a little bit confused by this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you, you so what you want to do is instead of put forth your opinion, something you can try, is to ask them for their opinion and then reflect back what they say. So like mm -hmm. if they say, I think we should use a yellow Sharpie because yellow is the best color. You can say, okay, so it sounds like you think a yellow Sharpie is the best way to go because of this and this. Um, and then you can ask other people what they believe as well. And then like, you can say like, okay, what do you think? And someone will say orange. And what do you think? And someone will say orange, or you can say like, okay, well, I was thinking in addition to considering yellow, we could consider orange. And here's why I think orange would be better. And then now this is the tricky part because you have to take control of the conversation. So this could be hard. Then when you put forth your idea, then you start asking other people 
And I'm assuming this is like a group setting where everyone is talking together or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then you ask other people then and there which one they think is better. And you kind of, you say, okay, like, so, you know, we have two options, yellow or orange. What do you think we should do? And then you ask open-ended questions. And then you ask the third person, what do you think we should do? What do you think we should do? And then you turn back to this person. You say, okay, so you mentioned yellow because of this, this, and these. Those all sound like good reasons to me at the same time. Don't say but, never say but, okay? Yeah. At the same time, it sounds like most of the group thinks that orange is better. Or orange is should be the color that we should go with it for these. What do you think about that? Yeah. And then they're going to say, okay, yeah, I hear what everyone's saying, but I still think yellow is better. And you could say, okay, so I, I it sounds like you still are convinced that yellow is better. We're going to go with orange because that's mm -hmm. what the group thinks. And then you just, period. Can you do that? Yeah. Does that work? I could try. <laughs> okay. <I> like, <laughs> like you can't do that if this person is your boss. Mm, no, they're not the boss. Yeah. So like, I think the main thing there is that, that, um, you know, <clears throat> like you, you really have to like control the con. This is like some subtle kind of boardroom, like dynamics kind of stuff. Does that make sense? Like, do you, do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. you ask for their opinion because the more that if you give them a chance to speak and be heard and be recognized, yeah. then you're going to disarm the ego and you'll get less resistance. But if you argue with them and you, if, if you use phrases like, but then it's going to like make their ego bigger because they're going to fight and then they're not going to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you could sense. do this okay? I think I could, yeah. What do you think about this? I mean, it seems easy enough. It's just, I just wish they weren't so disagreeable. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, so yeah. so that so yeah. that too, you learn how to sit with that. So now we're going to talk about you again, okay? So you wish yeah. they weren't so disagreeable. Hmm. That sounds like kind of like an understatement to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm trying to be subtle about it. Okay, so it's fine for you to be subtle <coughs> and meek and understated to the rest of the world, but you should be honest with yourself. Yeah. Right? So it's fine that you want to present this meek exterior and all that. That's fine. So I get that you're, you know, you're stream is chill and not a whole lot of emotions. <laughs> but within yourself, you should be honest with yourself. Yeah. Are you honest with yourself? Um, uh, most of the time, I think I am. <laughs> uh, good. So I, I would just encourage you to, like, continue to be honest with yourself, right? And acknowledge the way that you feel. Acknowledge the way that he makes you feel. And also, if you want to do something to disarm his point of view, just understand that it's like, he's just trying to make you feel small. Like, that's yeah. actually what he's trying to do. Because the ego pumps itself up and puts other people down because the smaller he makes you feel the bigger he's going to feel and he's this big ball of like jelly on the inside that is not confident in himself so if he can make other people feel small then he can make himself feel big and then he feels like a a, a big boy gets to put his big yeah. boy pants on and so just try to recognize that this actually has nothing to do with you it, it just has everything to do with him and if you, I'm sorry if I'm torpedoing whatever your work relations are by talking about all this stuff, but, um, you, you know, I, I think I, my hope is that that'll help you interact with him and also for you to feel more confident in what you believe, you know, yeah. which I, I know you already feel confident, but you feel a hundred percent, right? 
<laughs> yeah, most of the time, yeah. Okay. Um, any thoughts or questions? Um, no, I think that's a really good, um, yeah, that's a really nice way to put it. It's nice to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel okay being arrogant? Um, yeah, a little bit, as long as I'm aware of it, I feel. Beautiful. That I can deal with that. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I completely agree. So, so Kathleen, I think the main thing here is just, so we're not perfect beings, right? Like our minds are just like this complete mess of different like processes and, you know, personality traits and experiences and stuff like that. <coughs> In your case, here's what I would kind of sum up. The first is that I still don't really know if you, if there's some part of you that's like insecure deep down, like I get those kinds of vibes but anytime I kind of dig in that direction, it sounds like there's really nothing there. So I'm still kind of confused mm -hmm. by that. Um, so I'm just going to assume that I'm wrong there and I'm not sniffing anything that's that's legitimate. <laughs> but because you, you seem to me to be actually quite self-assured in like kind of who you are and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe I think I'm sorry. Maybe I just think I'm more insecure than I am. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Just thinking about it just now. I'm just like, maybe I just want to feel insecure or something. I don't. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, what? What? You, tell, say more about that. Help me understand um, that. Well, I guess like I, I, I wanted to believe I'm more insecure than I am. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe because, I mean, it's, it's it's easier to 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 be insecure and then not pursue the things that you really want to do because of those insecurities, um, than actually go for what you want to do. Just in life, yeah. <laughs> be confident. Yeah. What do you but, think yeah. about that? What do you think about the words that just came out of your mouth? I don't know. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, maybe I'm holding myself back a little bit on things that I don't actually believe in. Yeah. What do you mean by things you don't believe in? Maybe I don't. Maybe when I say I can't do things, I, I am wrong. And I don't believe that at all. And I just like to tell myself that yes so very good myself. why do you tell yourself that so i stop myself from going for things and failing at things very good yeah yeah how long have you been avoidant to failure uh, uh, a long time <laughs> yeah, long time, yeah. <laughs> but i good fail job. a lot so <laughs> it's great <laughs> yeah so see see how it's in parallel it's in parallel you see that there's yeah. a part of you that is actually confident because you recognize that you do fail. And that's what we call brushing it off. You see what you d did there? You're like, ah, hmm. sometimes I screw up and that's okay. Cool. <laughs> you're like, you're okay with that, right? You're okay with failure. Yeah. 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 I mean, like you kind of brush I mean, it off. <laughs> have to be. Yeah. yeah right. So you, you can kind of joke about it. But then there's this other part of you. This is why it's so weird. It's like playing. It's like talking to like two different people. There's like this other thing within you that is this weird kind of insecurity, which anytime I try to dig, it like disappears. It's like I'm trying to catch mist and like I just close my fist and there's nothing there. It's so it's like bizarre. But I, I, I do think that you are holding yourself back in some way. I think that I would agree with you that you probably have this thing going on where you have the comfort of not being a failure if you really don't try. Yeah. Right. Like a, a, if you don't really try, it's not really that you're a failure. It's just that you didn't try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that seems right. <laughs> yeah. Good. 
And and so just notice that too, because that thing too, it's it's not that that part of you is stupid. That part of you is just insecure, right? It 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 is afraid of what's going to happen if it really puts itself to the test. If you go all out, it's afraid that it's going to fall short. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what do we do about that, Kathleen? Ignore that part? No. To... no! No, 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 no. Ignoring it is what you've been doing. Okay. That's why you didn't know it was there. Hmm. You trained yourself um, to not look at it. I just accept it, I guess. And, just and how do you okay do that? that might... Just become okay with the fact that it might not work or that yeah. I might have been right that I shouldn't have gone for it, but that's okay. Yeah, so I want you to envision, so like how old were you when you first started to stop trying because you were afraid of failing? Um, well, I've never stopped trying. <laughs> Good. Like, I keep trying, but like I, I always have that little, I, I hold back a little bit, I guess, along the way. Um, yeah. But I guess probably just a young age, yeah. Yeah. So so like like give me give me a number. Like envision yourself like when you were when you started to hold back just a little bit, right? Like you're at school and you know the answer, but you don't say it. Yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah, uh, eight, I can tell. Say like, like young primary school, eight years old, like that type, Good. type thing. Yeah. So I want you to imagine that eight year old person, right? Mm. Imagine she's your little sister and she yeah. tells you that sometimes I know the answer in school and I don't raise my hand and I don't want to say it. What would you say to her? I'd say um, just you don't have to do it all the time, but you can go for it once in a while. And Beautiful. Perfect. Brilliant. Like, okay. right? It's not go for it all the time. It's like every once in a while, it's okay to try. Yeah. Like, do you guys, like, I'm not the only one that thought that was a perfect answer, right? You guys, yeah, okay, Twitch chat agrees because <laughs> because it's because you don't want to be fake you don't want to be like yeah go for it like you can do it man that's not what you tell the eight-year-old that's not what the eight-year-old needs to hear the eight-year-old needs here's what I, i'm gonna tell you what i heard in that first of all safety you're giving the eight-year-old safety right you're yeah. not pushing them into territory that they're not ready to move into you're also giving them encouragement right mm -hmm. and you're yeah. also giving them like forgiveness for falling short and you're doing it ahead of time you're saying that you don't have to avoid failure and therefore you can give it your all because if you fail that's okay you can do that every once in a while you can give it a shot you can put your toes in the water yeah like it's such a perfect thing to say that's what you tell yourself you don't fucking ignore it that's not good. Okay. You tell yourself that what you just just go back and watch the VOD and like write it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> and that's exactly what you tell yourself, which is that it's yeah. OK to go for it. It's OK to be a little bit louder. It's OK to be a little bit more vocal. It's OK to to go for it. Every once in a while. Like beautiful. Every beautiful. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's if, if anyone is wondering, if anyone's watching, if you want to encourage an anxious person to like try like that's what she just said is just the perfect thing to say right you give them safety you give them space you you, you give them they control it you're not pushing them you're not like oh do it go do it speak no it's none of that it's calmness it's space 
And it's a little a little pat on the back and a little shove, but just a tiny, tiny, tiny one. Beautifully planned. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I forgot what we were talking about, but I just got enamored with what you just said. So anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, um, how your insecurity you holds you back and your fear of failure oh, yeah. and you don't try and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Good job, by the way. Have you did you okay. did you understand that about yourself? Um not not really. No. No. <laughs> I just assumed I was insecure about things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that's the it's it's really it, it's subtle, right? Because I think yeah. you have this insecurity, but I actually think deep down you're very confident. In fact, your your agreeableness is very low. There's are you familiar with something called the the big 5 personality model? Mm. It's a personality. No. Okay. <clears throat> it's like a a system of understanding personality traits. Yeah. And you're very accommodating, but you're actually like, you don't like, once you decide something, it's like hard to change your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone will think that you're playing along and you agree with them. But deep down, you're just going to be like, this is all dumb. I'm just going to be quiet. But everyone <laughs> is wrong. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so there, there's that, there's that kind of like deep set sort of, uh, I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's that kind of deep set arrogance that's like yeah. kind of low agreeableness. And it's just like, you're just not going to, you're like, it's hard to convince you actually. Like once you've made up your mind, that's, that's the way I'd put it. So that's what agreeableness is. It's like people's willingness to change their mind and you're not actually willing to change your mind. So you manage to do all these other things to just manage your own feelings and anger and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think that, um. Yeah, so was there something else that you wanted to talk about, or are we kind of good? Um, I think that was, um, I think that was a lot of it, I guess. Um, yeah, I think that was really helpful. <laughs> okay, what was helpful about it? I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad it was helpful. Um, the only, uh, um, most of it, yeah, no, just dealing, just dealing with the way I see people, I guess, it really does help me, because I don't really often yeah, think about it too much uh and just what i can do about it i guess really really helped yeah helped me so i i me hope cool. it helps and and feel free to just like shoot me a message if that doesn't work well and you want to talk a little bit um more privately about details and stuff i may be able to give you some more concrete advice about how to uh, yeah. approach challenging people in the workplace <coughs> um but you know it's it's sometimes details can be helpful but i, I do a lot of this stuff with like investment banks and and just places where they're just people who are really not very open-minded or nice yeah. or care about other people's feelings um <laughs> but uh, you know i i think so a couple of other things that i would encourage you to just think about kathleen so the first is that it's okay to be angry with people like would you describe yourself as an angry person I mean, I feel like I do have a bit of rage in me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say definitely. I think it's just buried pretty low, and and you're you're really good at putting on front. So it's it's really tested my ability to like peek underneath today, which has been fun. Um, and and so I think it's okay to feel those those feelings of anger, and it doesn't make you right or wrong. Just acknowledge that you have them, and um, and and then the other thing is, I'd say stop doing some of these mental gymnastics, right? So like the more that you Feel the things that you let your, like, the more that you understand the way that you feel about something, and if someone makes you feel small, you know, just, just acknowledge that that person is making you feel that way. But the cool thing, and how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 26. Okay. So, like, there's 26-year-old Kathleen who's actually, like, a complete badass, right? 
Sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> see, see, you do have confidence. And so just remember <laughs> that that 26 year old is actually there too, right? There's the eight year old and there's the 26 year old. They're both yeah. there. And the weird thing is like they, they take turns driving your mind mm. and it can be like really, really confusing. So just remember that there's actually a 26 year old who is like really awesome at what they do who actually doesn't need to be any better. Like, you get that you don't actually, like, need to be better on stream, right? Like, people come for you. Yeah, but I, I could still be better, though. So you can be I a better, know. but but yeah. you don't need to be anyone else. No, no, I don't need to be anyone else, no. And do you cut yourself some slack for not being the best version of you every day? No. <laughs> so that's the next thing, okay? <laughs> so what do you think about that? I mean, why would I cut myself slack if I, that they always say like, be the best you. It's like, but I wasn't today. <laughs> yeah. So this, <laughs> this, this is going to be a whole other, I'm, I, we're going to have to, if you want to do a follow-up at some point, we'll dig into that. Okay. <laughs> but that too, like, like, so just think about this, right? So here's the eight-year-old who's thinking those thoughts. And what does the 26-year-old say to the eight-year-old who's like, no, but I, I like, I missed a question on the test. And then the 26-year-old is like, uh, but but the 8-year-old is like, no, I, I could have studied harder and I could have gotten a perfect score. Everyone tells um, me to be the best version of myself and I'm not being the best version of myself. What would I say to them? Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, that there's uh, always an, just another day or another task or anything. That... And what does the 8-year-old say in response to um, that? Probably like, oh, but I'll be bad at that one. I'll fail. It won't be the best Very at good. that one. Or something. Yeah. So yeah. that's not the right thing to say. So you no. haven't figured out what to say. So like your last no. time, so I think you did a really good job of processing a lot of what we talked about. And you came out with something beautiful. But what you just said, the eight-year-old is going to slap away. Yeah. They're going to be like, that works for other people, <laughs> but it doesn't work for me. Right? That's what the eight-year-old says. Yeah. Other people are allowed to make mistakes. I'm not allowed to make mistakes. You don't understand who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Eight-year-old's like, lady, you're crazy. <laughs> you're 26. What do you know? I'm eight. <laughs> so that's going to be... So we'll get to that. But do you see that? You see what you're mm. doing to yourself? Yeah. Like, you hold yourself to an impossible standard. Like, at least tell me you see that. You don't have to do anything uh with it. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, see, you don't even see it. Ah. No, yeah, I could you're be like, better. Like, like, yeah, yeah, of course, be of course. You could be better. Yeah. yeah. Other people hold themselves to impossible standards. You, your standard is not impossible, right? You can do it if you work hard enough. And if you were better, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I don't think we're there yet. That's okay. Okay. So we'll just we'll just deal with the rage deal with the you know the funny thing about insecurity and and letting yourself holding yourself back so that you don't really have to be a complete failure yeah right <laughs> and 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 get in touch with the confident awesome 26 year old and then we'll leave we'll leave the part of you that can be perfect for another day like the part of you that has to be perfect i should say i don't have to be perfect huh perfect so perfect's overrated i don't have to be <laughs> yeah what do you have to be what do you have to be? What's the standard you hold yourself to, if not perfection? Just, just better. Yeah, right? Just so that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> because because what that also tells me is that you're not good enough. Like yep. you're not content. Well, 
True. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Being better, the, the endless pursuit of being better is one of the most dangerous things you can do to yourself. Because it always means if you if you can be better, it means you're not good enough. And that's something that we have to figure out how to get that out of you, like tear that out root and stem. Huh. Really? I thought like everyone strives like to improve themselves though. Yeah, why do you so think I the world is such an unhappy that. place? <laughs> Seriously. Because of that? <laughs> yeah. I work with a lot of very successful people who always want to be better, and I try very hard to teach them to be okay with the person that they are. Right? Yeah. But, like, then would they work as hard? And would they be satisfied? Very good. <laughs> Very good, right? So a lot of people think that this, the desire to be better is the only way to motivate yourself to do the best that you can. Which happens to be untrue. So there is a different way. Right? It's a so, different way. Dharma. Duty. So this is what I want you to do. The next time you stream... It's not about whether you can be better, but you're going to show up and you're going to do the best that you can for the, the people that are watching. And you're not yeah. going to be perfect. And could you be better? Yeah, but like it's about them. It's not about you. So whether you're better or not better has nothing to do with, I mean, that's all in your head. That's all ego. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's about them. Yeah. It's about being the person that you need to be for the people that are watching. And you devote yourself to that and you devote yourself to them instead of yourself. Because so far, the, the pursuit of being better is about who? Myself, I guess. But... Absolutely. Right? It's all about you. So that needs to change. You can still put your best foot forward and have it be about other people. Yeah. What do you think okay. about that? Hmm. Oh, it's a little bit confusing for me because it's like yeah. although it is for myself like <coughs> if i just did this like amazing if i put myself to it and i was like hey i could do this amazing video i could be this person who makes amazing videos and makes this type thing and that was really good for the audience to see and i'm just like I'm happy. so but that. but so, notice what you're doing so the 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 main thing that you're talking about is you could be an amazing person the audience comes after yeah your focus is on yourself that needs to change if you okay. want to put your best foot forward and also forgive yourself for being what you are, <coughs> you need to put the audience first, right? Yeah, so you can wake I up in the morning. Impossible standards. Huh? What if I think that, what if I think they want the thing that's really hard to do and impossible to do? So you can <laughs> only give them, you can only give them what you can give them, right? Okay. So if they have impossible standards, like they have impossible standards, but they don't. Yeah. They actually have very reasonable standards. I know yeah. this is going to sound absolutely insane, but I actually find Twitch chat to be quite reasonable and quite intelligent. No, they are. They are. We yeah. can't tell them that, though. But <laughs> yeah, I know. This goes straight to their head. Talk about ego. Anyway, so this is all sneak preview stuff. Just chew on it a little bit. But I, I think, okay, let's try, let's try a little bit of meditation. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. okay. I want you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. So, you could be better, right? Yes. Yeah, I want you to just feel that for a second. Is it thoughts? Is it sensations? What is it? Um, sensations. Yeah. Feeling, yeah. The, the feeling of not being good enough and that you could be better comes from where? Let's just talk about it. Um. Oh, it's kind of weird. 
Mm. Comes from, I don't know. <laughs> Where do you feel it? <clears throat> Where do you feel not good enough? Um, I guess just all, all over. No, all Good. over probably. Good. Yeah. Okay. So just just feel just take a moment. <coughs> I want you to just take a snapshot of just what it feels like when I say like yeah you're you know you could be better, and then you're like yeah absolutely absolutely like you understand exactly what I mean. So just take a snapshot of the way that you feel and find that not good enoughness. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's there. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I want you to open your eyes. Okay, I want you to do this. I don't know how to do that. Yep, <laughs> I know that? it's hard. Is it? Yeah, it's happening. Oh wait, is that yep. one? Very good. Good okay. enough. Great. Okay, <laughs> so I want you to take your right right thumb and block your right nostril okay. and breathe in through your left. You feel nervous? No. Okay, and now block the other side. Good. Breathe out. Now breathe in through the same nostril. Switch. Good. Breathe out. Now breathe in again. Excellent. Switch. Out. In. Switch. Out. Okay, keep going. Close your eyes. Remember to breathe in. Switch. <laughs> it's hard to breathe. I'm not going <laughs> to Oh, is, is it hard? Is your nose clogged? No, no, no. It's just like I'm just a lot of pressure on this. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Good. So just notice those feelings and keep breathing through them. Don't stop. Mm. You okay? Stop. Yeah. Yeah, so, I can do it. Okay, so breathe in. Good. Switch. And breathe out. And when you're ready, in through the same nostril. And then switch. And then out, in, switch. Out, in, switch. Continue at your own pace. Sit up straight. I want you to do nine breaths. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Just take it slow. Very good. Slow down a little bit. Actually, just keep going for like, I'll tell you when to stop, okay? Okay. Focus on the air coming in from one nostril and leaving from the other. We're going to practice for about 60 more seconds. Very good. 
big deep breath. Go ahead and let your eyes remain closed. Finish the breath that you're on. Let your hands relax. And now notice the person that you are. Try to find that sense of inadequacy. You could be better, right? Feel the person. <laughs> yeah. It's persistent, isn't it? <laughs> Is it as strong as it used to be? No, not as not as much. So although I was I kept thinking about how stupid I looked. Uh, there was Good. a moment where it was really nice. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Perfect. All right. So you gotta do this for like five minutes a day okay you can open your eyes okay cool. <laughs> yeah so you're gonna have to practice this a lot okay you're um i say this with with great respect but you're not a natural at this particular technique i've got other <laughs> ones i know it's hard for you i can tell <coughs> you must practice okay yeah all right so thoughts or questions before we wrap up for the day um no no i think that was um that's actually really helpful. Thank you for, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. It was uh, really interesting. <laughs> yeah. To hear, and I um I like what you're doing, on, on Twitch. It's really it's really uh it's really engaging to watch. Actually, yeah, been watching quite a few oh. of the episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well. <coughs> and um. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Kathleen, for coming on. And, you know, if you want to come on in a couple of weeks and you want to talk about your sense of, you know, needing to be better than you are, which we got to just, oh, my God, Kathleen, you're fine just the way you are. You're just, you can only be what you can be in this moment, right? You can't be more. Could you have been a better eighth grader? I can't remember, but probably, maybe. <laughs> Do you feel like you could have been a better eight-year-old? No, nah, she's fine. <laughs> she's okay. She didn't feel that way. No. I mean, even now, I still think she could be more social. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's deep. It's deep. That's okay. That's okay. We'll uh, give me some time to think about this, and then we'll we'll figure out how to get you there. Being yeah. just, We just need to let you accept yourself for who you are, which is just so alien. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so we'll figure it out, though. So thanks a lot, Kathleen, for coming on. Good luck with everything. And, you know. Thanks. Let yourself rage on the inside and, and acknowledge yourself for feeling that way and, and chill out a little bit on, on the inside with the tiny, tiny little volcano. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was great talking to you. So good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you. Family. And guys, um, so you want to just tell us a little bit about your channel because you stream and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm Loser Fruit. I uh, stream like variety games and, and stuff. And sometimes we do some just chatting, we do some, Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, do we have your... Are you streaming now? 
Uh, no. Oh, because oh, you're in Australia or something, right? So it's like... Um, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. normally stream at this time, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then, um, thanks for, you know, coming on, because I guess it's for, like, really early in the morning for you, right? Well, it's 11.30, but that's still okay. early for me. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> do we have your, um, like, your username? Is it just Loser Fruit, or is there, like, a number or something? No, Loser Fruit, yeah. Okay. So, guys, check out Loser Fruit. And thank you very <laughs> much for coming. Good luck with everything. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. Um, okay. <coughs> okay, so there was... There was... Yeah, that was tricky, guys. That was... She is just subtle, subtle, subtle. Like, it's... Man, she really doesn't show a whole lot. And it was, um, it was, it was hard. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't know what, what is going on. Yeah, it, it was, um, but it, it was good. It was good. I'm glad we got somewhere. And I, I, did you guys see how she figured out that whole thing about how insecurity is protective all, all by herself? Like at the end, I love it how it happens. I love it. It's like you just kind of mess around with the conscious and the subconscious a little bit. And then they're like, oh, by the way. Um, so that was good. <clears throat> so it's great. It's great. It's like, you, you don't, I mean, I really don't do a whole lot. I, I don't know if you guys realize that, but like, like people just discover so much about themselves and you just have to give them some time and some space to like explore their mind and you will figure out all kinds of cool stuff about yourself. Um, and yeah, it was challenging. So let's um so i think there was okay there's a belated valentine's two. so i think we're gonna do i pr had promised you guys <coughs> a story about valentine's day but i'm um i'm uh I, I don't know if i can talk so i can't do it justice so i promise i'll, I'll tell you guys this valentine's day story <laughs> Hi, welcome to your neighborhood pharmacy. Hi, I've got a prescription for diabetes test strips. How much is the copay? Well, it depends on your type of commercial insurance and factoring in your yearly spend, subtracting the deductibles, also depending on your monthly Ugh, allowance. Why can't there be a better option? Or you could try Contour Next test strips. A 35 counts only $19.99 over the counter and proven to be highly accurate. Go to contournext.com slash radio to see if over-the-counter strips are a more affordable option for you. Hmm, I think I'll try Contour Next. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.